I also see reports that Nancy Pelosi's longtime chief of staff is a key executive at that company. Richard Blum, Senator Feinstein's husband, significant shareholder of the company. What can you tell us about the interest on the other side of this Dominion software? Well, obviously, they have invested in it for their own reasons and are using it to commit this fraud to steal votes. I think they've even stolen them from other Democrats in their own party who should be outraged about this also. Uh, Bernie wow. Sanders might very well have been the Democratic candidate, but they've stolen against whoever they wanted to steal it from. Sydney, these are incredible charges that you are making this morning. We, of course, will be following this. And we thank you for joining me today. That's Please Sydney come back Powell soon. talking Sydney to Powell. Maria Bertolama, Jimmy Zabalaba, whatever her name is on Fox. Listen to some more of that shit show. Who doesn't have their fingers tied up in this software monster? We're fixing to find out. This is Joey Bruno on Give Zero. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. I hope you have your cup of coffee. This is a Sunday morning edition of this. Wouldn't normally do it on Sunday morning, but I had to yell at cats bright and early, so I was up. Good. How are y'all doing? I hope you're doing well. Sorry for my sleepy last episode, but I was trying to be quiet in the house, and that just doesn't work. So everybody's just got to deal with my freaking noise, and if they don't like it, that's just too bad. Miss Sydney Powell, what do y'all think about this stuff she's doing here trying to get this uh, truth out in front of everybody? She is making all the rounds and all the circuits, Glenn Beck and all, everybody that'll talk to her that's not sitting there. And, and I was surprised at that little clip that we opened up with. That was Fox News, whatever the craps happened to them. They had an accidental moment of actual journalism happen there and letting the lady speak and tell her part. And we're going to find out quick that this is deeper and deeper and more wound around like a bad vine into things. That we would, I mean, some of the stuff that's happened to this poor country in the past dozen or so years, you try your best to, you try your best not to get off into black helicopter land and all the crazy there is. And you think when these little, not shining, but these little moments pop up that, you know, you think to yourself, there's just no way, there's no way this could even be, this is not even possible. And now this crap, this is, this is absolutely surreal. You can't write science fiction better than this, what's going on. It is unbelievable. The crazy that's out there right now. Um, the situation over in Georgia, and of course we're in home base for me is in, is in Bama. So, you know, they're, a, they're a neighboring state. So they're, they're close to us, but, um, the governor of that state, you know, Sidney Powell's pointed out that, um, that, hey, let me get some of my notes. Hang on. Cause believe it or not, I made notes. I actually made notes. It was Lynn Wood that was on John Frederick's show the other day. And I played a clip from that. And Lyd Wood is out for blood for the governor, attorney Lyd Wood. And he's a, he's a, a resident over there in Georgia. And I mean, he straight up just broadcast on Atlanta airwaves that the governor of this state is corrupt and is, is tied to this fraud and has done everything that they can and do, 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 and it ain't pretty. And he's making it a point that it's not going to be pretty. 
and he's filed a uh, a case against their secretary of state over there. And and I don't know what the outcome is, but um, at the time that sh- their show was airing over there, um, you know, he, he was asking to, uh, to go up in front of a court and to have a special session done real quick. And they granted that joker. So like it was Thursday night or Friday night one, he's actually in front of a judge bringing this case. I mean, they had to call a special court case in, uh, to even make that possible to do. And they did it. So I don't know what the outcome of that's going to be, but I mean, he literally brought a, ca- a case uh, um, by him, I guess, on behalf of the people. Maybe he did his, his since he's a citizen himself. He may have done it personally, put it out there, and he's suing the Secretary of State for for interfering and helping cheat in this state election for the president over there in Georgia. That's a big deal. That's a massively big deal. And getting back to Sidney Powell, you know, they're gonna ha- they're gonna have to hurry. They've got and they're hurrying. I know that they are. I know a lot of us are impatient to find out which end is up on this and what's going on with this and what's going to happen next. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I'm sure what one of the goals is to get the, 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 the court cases done. And if they move forward, that's fantastic. But if they get um, chunked out, then the goal, of course, is to then take it and walk it to the Supreme Court and get some kind of ruling on it from there. Um, so they've got a strategy either way, but time is of the essence because if the lower courts decide they want a foot drag on this thing and stretch it out, you know, I mean, they're playing beat the clock right now. Um, so if they, you know, if they decide this and they have to actually certify the votes, um, in DC next month and, you know, when they run the, the, the lower courts out and they can't get a pellet and everything else and go up, then they're going to be out of, out of clock. So I'm sure that they're working right now. I've heard that Sidney Powell is going to try to make sure I need to look at my notes on this stuff too. I don't have a note, a really, really good, believable note on this. I have a, a news report that she did or an interview that she did where she talked about it. I think it was the one to Glenn Beck talking that the, she was going to try to put some, uh, some of these papers up on her website. I guess some of these depositions or whatnot, um, on her personal website to, um, you know, for the world to see. And as a reminder, and keep this in mind, you know, we all want to have coffee. To, by the way, I have coffee. I'm going to have a quick sip of this coffee. Hang on one second. Oh, my gosh, that's too hot. I hope you have your coffee right now. Yay, coffee. Um, she was going to put some of these some of these documents up on her website. But, but to remind all of us, and she's reiterating this, and I think she's trying to to, I don't know if it's a stall tactic on her point, or I think she's overwhelmed. Probably not in a bad way. I think it's a matter of there's so much information. You know, where do you start with this? Because every time you, you it's like an onion. Every time you peel off another layer, that joker dives down deeper. I mean, think about you know the opening thing we heard there. Um, and you got you know uh, Nancy Pelosi's chief of staff uh, is a uh, is a chief executive over at Dominion and. Uh, Feinstein's husband is a shareholder over at Dominion. So if you're Sidney Powell, you've got to figure out, you know, how to even start on this thing where you can weave a story because, you know, you've got to tell it in court uh, and say, you know, this, this is where we are and this is what we're trying to prove. And this is what we're going to prove. And here's all this information and data, data, data. So just keep in mind that, that she keeps reiterating and it is a fact that this has to impress a court, not all of us sitting around drinking coffee at the water cooler, cold beer, um, or whatever else. So there's a lot of this to get through. And that's, 
something that, you know, we all need to remind ourselves. We all need to remind ourselves to keep faith in this. And, and I remind you as my audience, because I have to remind myself of this as well. Uh, I'm very human. Uh, you know, I, I have a candidate that I'm rooting for in this, that according to the mainstream media, their line asses, um, is not, you know, ahead or has lost or had whatever. Uh, they're not getting a transition team together because, you know, they're not the obvious of uh, the president elect Biden is goofy PR crap. Um, I have to remind myself to keep the faith, <clears throat> excuse me, keep the faith and not just again for my guy, but for America, for the American system, for our constitution, for what our nation is and what it stands for. And that at the truth of it, if this pans out to be true, all this twining, all this twisting, all this running poison ivy at all these different levels. If it's true, we have got to stop this, fix this, correct this, and vanguard against this ever happening again in the future. And I don't mean just voting. I'm talking about the deep state, the the libtard indoctrination of our children and their teaching and their schooling and this dumbing down of crap, even this COVID scamdemic fake fear crapola. Uh, it's all part of how they run things, how they want to run things, how they want to control everything. And it's not worth a damn. Because the truth is, People like that don't deserve America. They don't deserve the life and liberty in the pursuit of happiness because if that's their pursuit, they need to go to damn hell. Excuse me. They need to go back to hell from where they came from. It's real easy to get caught up in facts and talk about voting and talk about this and talk about who shot John and talk about riots and looting and all this other kind of crapola. And whether you're going to hold a black lives matter banner and never do a damn thing for black people while you do it. And all this crapola that you see on the alphabet news and everything, it's real hard sometimes to separate the woes of the world and this kind of sleight of hand, really it's sleight of hand. To not have you look at the real, real thing and the real truth of the whole matter is it boils down to one of two things. You're either on the side of good or you're on the side of evil. And don't you ever fool yourself into thinking that evil, Satan, goodness, which is God himself, those are not two real forces and they are not two opposing forces. And you've got to choose a side. And if your goal is to do dirty and you have to cheat so that you can be in a position where you can do your dirty, as I said earlier, you need to go right back to hell from where you came from. This is JB, and we're going to take a little quick break here before I get too animated. Anyway, see you guys here in a second. This is Joey Bruno, and you know I don't give zero.
Well, that's not embarrassing or anything. Yeah, I just did about a minute and a half of this show, and we weren't recording yet, so you missed it. So, thank you all. Good night. I'm kidding. Anyway, let's, uh, I'll try to recap kind of what some of the stupid I just said, because I'm stupid and and we weren't hot yet and I'm an idiot, but you did miss me adjusting the mic, which was horrible and, um, and not having to hear that. So, uh, you were spared that and me sipping coffee. So that's about all you missed. What I was talking about and what I will continue to talk about in this little brief uh, ending segment is my little predictions or my little thoughts on this because I, I, I have an opinion. And it's uneducated. It's an uneducated opinion. I don't. I don't. I don't have a lot of any more insight to inside information, really, than anyone else does. And it's kind of hard to find information right now because it's so scattered, and some of it's kind of kept quiet. Um, like I said earlier with Miss Sydney Powell, there, I think she's doing a fine job. But um, you know, she keeps the cards very close to her vest, and it's easy for the lying media to sit there and say well she has nothing and it's uh tough for guys like me who want to hear what she's got and i just can't seem to get my hands on it and it is frustrating and so um because i'd like to know but so i'm going to throw this out here um because as, as you as some of the onion layers are peeled back and you get to see what's going on you find out how you know you got nancy pelosi's chief of staff um, is is a uh, CEO or t- a chief executive over at Dominion Software for voting stuff, and I, for the life of me, I can't see how you can be a politician or related with politics and and be help run or be part of or anything else to do with voting systems, voting machines, or or anything like that. That just doesn't seem fathomable. In my that's a big word I can't pronounce. Uh, fathomable. In in my mindset, I just you just you don't let alcoholics run a bar. It's just a it's just a bad idea. So, and taking in what info I can, and I'm again I'm as hungry for it as you are. Um, here's what I think. Come in close with me. Let's talk about what we really think about. I think these systems have been around a while. I think these systems have been, well, let's back up another notch. I, I don't, I think voting, I think cheating at the ballot box has been around since ballot boxes have been created. I don't think it's anything new. I don't think it's excusable. I don't care whose side you're on. It's inexcusable. But I think this technology has been utilized for cheating. And I'll go as far as to speculate, hypothesize. And with my uneducated knowledge, suppose this. I think this type of technology was used to knock 
Bernie Sanders' legs out from under him when he was running against Hillary Clinton. I think that Sanders had this thing walking away, and they used this not only as a lever for Clinton, as leverage for Clinton, but I think also to test it. And it worked. And I think they ramped it up a bit and tried it in the 2016 presidential election. I think that the media was in on it, or at least the higher-ups were, taking, uh, I won't say direction or instruction, but I think they were taking talking points from folks over at the DNC and and were partially scripted. Pass this down to your news desk. Make sure your writers are putting this stuff in here. And I think they talked Hillary up. And if you remember and go back to that time, and Trump made a big point of this, if you remember, you know, Hillary was about like Joe Biden. She could not draw a freaking crowd. She couldn't. Remember, they take pictures and they show the pictures of her and her, you know, people. And of course, you know, they're taking cameras and zooming in. So they got a good headshot or medium shot of her with a crowd around her. But you do, you pull back into a wide shot and there's 500 people there in a 10,000 seat place or less. And that's the reason, you know, if you remember, Trump used to tell them to, 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 to when they come out and do his rallies, do a wide shot, pan around, show all these people. We got nothing to hide. Show how we're killing them as far as people showing up. I think this system was used when Hillary was running against Trump, and I think that they used it relatively effectively. I don't think they had enough to get over the top, clearly. But I don't think Hillary Clinton won the popular vote like everybody swears to be damn is the truth. And all the pussy hat wearers sit there and, and scream out their vaginas to the sky because Trump, 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 hate him, hate him, hate him, hate him, orange man bad. I don't think that occurred at all. I just don't think they had it dialed in properly or didn't expect Trump to get the number of votes that he did because they ended up believing their own crap and the polls kept showing him lower in the polls than he actually was. And so they dialed it in and it wasn't enough to get it over the finish line. I think that and good old abject fear for the truth where Hillary was concerned about coming out about the uranium one scandal and her private email server and all the stuff she did as secretary of state, uh, Benghazi and whatnot. I think she was ready to bury that and go on about her political career and do her train wrecking of the uh, country and finish up being Barack Obama 2.0 and life go on. And they miscalculated. And I think that's why she disappeared on election night to tie on a serious drunk and to kill and scream at everybody. I don't sit there and use the word kill lightly in that statement. Arkansas is a real thing. Now you fast forward 3.75 years. And we've heard Russia, 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 and we've heard impeach. And we have heard all this crapola about what a Nazi Trump is and what a 
what a racist he is and all this other just alphabet soup news driven driving home talking point lie that's gone on for the past almost four years. And now you know that Bill Barr has almost every piece of information that you would need to hang some of these jokers. Plus the Biden family. And that the steel dossier and all this stuff and what was going on at the FBI and the NSA and the CIA and the EIEIO, ABCD123, whoever else. All goes back to Obama's desk. And for their lives, they can't have Trump in there for more years. Oh, sweet Lord, no. This cannot be. So when Trump is filling up the tarmacs and Biden can't fill up a phone booth, they retweet the software. They got everybody on board with it this time, including our friends over at Fox News. And they use COVID as a cover to start talking about mailing ballots early. Even to the point, if you remember, saying that, hey, on election night, no, it's going to look good for Trump early. No, it's going to look real good for Trump early. But, you know, don't forget, most Democrats are going to mail their stuff in. So it may be days before we have a winner. It may be days before we show Biden as the rightful heir to the throne And at 3 a.m. in a lot of places, the machine shut down because once those counters can't get the ratio where they want it and they start ending up putting more votes out there than there are registered voters in areas, the systems are going to shut down. And so then they activate Operation Cover My Democratic Ass and let's go into everybody's garage where we kept all the ballots we've already checked off, just Joe Biden's name on, no down votes, and bring those things in on garbage can, flatbed truck, duffel bags, whatever. Get them in here. Their downfall this time is that they overplayed their hand. And that will be their undoing. As I said a while back, the best way to catch someone's cheating is to let them cheat. Then you can do the rest and catch the rest and put it all together. That's what I think happened. Now, the who's and the what's and the where's and the why's and what names are attached to it and this, that, and the other, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. But they need to hurry. They need to hurry, 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 hurry. Because I promise you, their plan C is to have the Pussy Hat Brigade lose their crap. I 
I want an accurate count because we need people to realize exactly how many patriots there are in this country. It would be impressive to find out that 80% of people actually voted for Trump and that they're piss whining days of orange man bad and my vagina hurts. And if you don't vote for me, you ain't black and all that other lying crap needs to go away. Because if they get those people and wind them up and send them out there to start vandaling and looting and tearing stuff up on a large scale, let me say this to all of you out there that think that way. All of you who have been drinking that Kool-Aid for far, far, far too long. Before you do something dangerous and stupid or someone else's property or their life or limb is concerned because of voting, because of you've been fed a bunch of lies your entire life, because you think you need to vote for someone because of your race or your ethnicity, you need to ask yourself one serious question because the U.S. Constitution is on the line. You need to ask yourself one serious question. And you think about all your college professors. You think about everybody else that's ever told you and fed you and supported you in your foolish, stupid, childish ways. You 30-year-old boys out there that can shave. Shit gets different whenever you're talking about carrying a sign around. You ask yourself if you're willing to take a bullet for that. Now, I'm not threatening anyone. And I am certainly not advocating or suggesting violence. That's a bad idea. Because the peaceful, the peaceful transition of power is what makes this country strong. Because we know that together, when we do disagree, at some point our better ideas will make us a better nation. That's who we're supposed to be. But if you want to keep up this charade and keep acting a fool like that and keep being stupid, don't have your mama be on TV crying. Don't you do it. You better open your eyes. You better open your mind. You better open your ears. You're going to have to grow a set because truth is scary and truth is rough and truth isn't always what we want it to be. But you better get yourself on the good foot and realize you've been lied to do yourself a favor and turn your back on those liars. Because they won't defend you. They won't. They'll let you die in the street bloody so they can keep trying to get their power. Let's all work together, shall we? Let's all work together. Short of that, I give zero. Thanks for listening. This is Joey Bruno. Again, on Give Zero. Be safe out there. Love you guys. Thank the good Lord for all your blessings and the fact that you do still live in the greatest country the world has ever, ever, ever known. Till next time. See you then. This is JB. I'm out. <laughs>